Hey, good morning. It's good to be with you on this beautiful uh, day. It's always great to be together uh, each morning studying God's Word. I know I've heard from some of y'all that we're back to our regular schedule now that uh, camp meeting's over. And I, I enjoyed preaching last week, but it, I do enjoy um, getting to unpack God's Word with you every morning. So um, today we're going to be picking up with Acts chapter 21. We're reading Acts, Acts 21 through uh, verse 1 through verse 16. Um, we left off yesterday that Paul was getting ready to go to Jerusalem. So this is where we are now. When we had parted from them and set sail, we came straight the straight course to Kos, the next day to Rhodes. We went from there to Pantera. When we found a ship born for Phoenicia, we, we went on board and set sail. We came into sight of Cyprus, and leaving it on our left, we sailed to Syria and landed in Tyre, because the ship was to unload the cargo there. We looked up the disciples and stayed there for seven days. Through the Spirit, they told Paul not to go to Jerusalem. When our days were ended, we left and proceeded on our journey. And all of them, with our wives and children, escorted us outside the city. There we knelt down on the beach and prayed and said farewell to one another. And then we went on board the ship, and they returned home. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemus. We were greeted by the believers and stayed with them for one day. The next day we came to Caesarea. We went to the house of Philip the Evangelist, one of the seven, and stayed with him. He had four unmarried daughters who had the gift of prophecy. While we were staying there for several days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. He came to us and took Paul's belt, bound his own feet and hands with it, and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, This is the way the Jews will bind the man who owns this belt and hand him over to the Gentiles. When we heard this, we and the people urged him not to go to Jerusalem. Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Since he would not be persuaded, we remained silent except to say, The Lord's will be done. And then we went and got started to go up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea also came along and brought with us the house of Nason of Cyrus, an early disciple with whom we were to stay. So we see Paul. <laughs> it's funny. Um, when I read the first part of this, so we went here and we got on this ship. We get went here and got on this ship. Sometimes we think about um, these trips as though Paul got in a boat and left this place and wound up in that place. And you see this early section that um, traveling in that day was was challenging. It was hard. You had to jump from this ship to that ship to this ship to that ship. It reminded me of um, when um, my family went to New York City a few years back on a family vacation. Um, we um, had never been on the subway in New York before. And so we would travel from our, uh, we stayed in, in Chelsea uh, there in Manhattan. And um, we would go all over and we took the subway. And so I remember us going to Maybe it was the Botanical Garden or the Bronx Zoo. One of the maybe the Bronx Zoo, I think it was. Um, and we uh, the Botanical Garden was in Brooklyn, and the Bronx Zoo was in Bronx. And both of those, we had to get on multiple subways and walk here and do that and do that. And so, um, so I just remember thinking, okay, we got remember, guys, we got to be here by this point because we don't get on here by this point. Then we have to wait till that. And so uh, it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of think of Paul trying to uh, rush to get catch his connecting flight almost. So anyway, you see two people here who um who feel led by the Spirit to tell Paul, hey, if you go to Jerusalem, it's not gonna go well for you. Um if you go there, you know, um, Agabus, 
said, they're going to bind you like this and they're going to hand you over to the Gentiles and, and you're going to die. Um, and we saw the same thing yesterday with this leaving of Ephesus. I don't count my life of, of any value. So you see people here um, tell Paul, hey, we don't want you to do this. This is not going to go well. And Paul says, don't make me cry. This is what I must do. This is what I feel called to do. I, 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 for I'm ready not only to be bound, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Since he would not be persuaded, we remain silent except to say the Lord's will be done. Paul says, I, I know. I know my death is not just a possibility, but probably a certainty. Paul was aware of what may happen because of this. He was aware. But he was okay. He was ready. Because he, he had to do what he felt called by God to do. And that's, I always think of that line by, I don't know, I want to say it's Jefferson, but I could be misremembering who the quote's from. One man with courage is a majority. And if you've ever felt called by God to stick your feet in the ground, I think of Luther. That's the example I always think of as Martin Luther. When he felt called in the early 1500s to Pro to protest, to start the Protestant movement, uh, when he felt called to protest and um, begin this new movement in the church, he was he was condemned by the church. He was hauled in front of church leaders, bishops, cardinals, and told to recant, to recant what he had said, recant what he had did. And he said, here I stand, I can do no other. And I just always think of that example. Here I stand, I can do no other. Um, so I think this is a good example of what courage can look like. Um, there's that great quote I love by Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm going from Luther to Doctor Who. What a great, what a great jump there. <laughs> he said, Courage is not not being afraid. Courage is being afraid and doing the right thing anyway. I don't know if Paul was afraid or not. It doesn't sound like he was happy. You know, you hear the anguish. For what are you doing? You're breaking my heart. Paul definitely knew that this was going to be incredibly hard. He knew it. But he felt called by God to do what he was doing. No matter how hard it was. And so... I think for us, that that that's a great word for us to make sure that we are paying attention to the Spirit. So that we know exactly what it is God's calling us to do. And then when we pay attention to the Spirit and we know what God's calling us to do, I think that then is a call to us to stay rooted in the spirit, to stay grounded in the spirit, to stay completely tied in and plugged into the spirit of God so that, like the psalmist said, like a tree, we shall not be moved. Like a tree planted by the water, we shall not be moved. Um, so, but doing that, staying rooted in the spirit and not moving, 
doesn't mean that the results will always be what I call the Christian fairy tale. I love that. You've heard me preach a revival before. Or you've heard me talk about this in a sermon. I'm not a fan of Christian fairy tales. Because in the Christian fairy tales, you get saved, you follow God, and everything's perfect. And so often we see in scripture is you get saved, you follow God, and, and, and life still is hard. Life's still hard. Being a Christian doesn't mean that everything's easy. Being a Christian doesn't mean that everything's going to always be simple. Being a Christian doesn't mean that everything, that, being a Christian doesn't mean that there won't be tears or struggles or hurt or things like that. That's not what it means to be a Christian. Being a Christian is not a Christian fairy tale. Being a Christian means this. That we feel compelled by God and called by God to do the certain things that we're doing. We, we feel that compulsion. We feel that calling. And we stick our feet in the ground. And here I am. I can do no other. And it's going to be okay. It may not be easy. It may not be what we want. And it may not even turn out like we want it to turn out. But it's going to turn out in a way that glorifies God. It's going to turn out in a way that God receives glory and God receives praise and God receives the worship. And that's our purpose, y'all, is to live that way. So today, stay rooted in the spirit. Stay rooted in the word. Stay rooted in what God's calling you to do and, and live it out. And know that even if it's challenging or hard or difficult, that's going to all going to work out for God's glory and for God's good and for our good. So even if it's not the way we want it to be, Paul knew what was coming, just like Jesus. Jesus knew Jerusalem was coming, but he was faithful because he had a purpose. Paul knew this was coming, but he was faithful. So be faithful today, friends. Know that God is at work in all things and that God will be glorified in all things. Have courage. God is with us. Don't fear. God is with us. We don't have to be afraid. Hey, thanks for watching today or listening to this on podcast. Uh, we'll pick up tomorrow with Acts 21 verse uh, 17. Have a great day.